0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to worship. Thank you for braving this fierce weather we have out there. windy stormy, I don't know if we can survive it. Uh, Good to have you here today as we gather together uh, in this place. Uh, Special welcome to those visiting with us. Uh, Good to have you here today. And uh, you'll find a red registration pad at the end of your row, if you could take that. Fill it out and pass it on down. If you have others seated with you, that would be good. And if you have a prayer request, uh, those green prayer cards uh, will be picked up midway through the service, and your request will be included in our prayers for today. In the entryway of the church, we have the Jesse tree and the adopt-a-family all set up for you. I'd encourage you to share the joy and love of the season. Um, uh, Just... Find your way back there and check it out and uh, consider blessing others who are in need. This week uh, on Tuesday evening, there is something um, in Saratoga called Living Room Conversations. Uh, There's more information about that in the announcement page for today, but Living Room Conversations are a good way to get to know neighbors here in Saratoga, uh, to converse on various subjects. Uh, The appointed subject for this month is world religions, so uh, more information in the handout today. And this coming Saturday, we have our men's breakfast, uh, which takes place at Effie's Bar in Campbell, 8 o'clock is when we gather. Uh, Good time is had by all who attend, so I hope to see you there at 8 o'clock this coming Saturday, and if you'd like to join me and venture out into the neighborhood. Uh, to meet and greet our neighbors. We'll be doing that Saturday, uh, weather permitting, at 11 o'clock in the morning. A couple member updates uh, from our congregation. Uh, Paul Brobst continues his recovery at El Camino Hospital in Mountain View. Uh, He is continuing to progress, although slowly. Uh, We will keep Paul uh, in our prayers this morning, as well as his wife, Jenny, uh, it was Paul and Jenny's 63rd wedding anniversary yesterday, uh, so if you uh, would like to call them and wish them happy anniversary and that, uh, that you are keeping them in your prayers, I'm sure that they would appreciate that. And some sad uh, news to report, uh, Debbie Espinoza, who is a longtime member of our congregation, usually sits back in this area at this service. Uh, Debbie died uh, this past Monday morning. Um, so this was a surprise uh, to her family, uh, to all of us who knew her. Um, we will remember Debbie in our prayers, or Debbie's family in our prayers today. Uh, a memorial service uh, is pending and will likely be next week, so not this coming week, but the following. Uh, information will be shared with the congregation as soon as we know. And uh, we still have need for audio assistance. And our Books for Kids program, if either one of those two things uh, is of interest to you or you're willing to step in and help, uh, we would appreciate that. Uh, Audio help is simply monitoring the sound of this service and uh, forwarding the slides and keeping up with uh, the service as well. Uh, Books for Kids, I can tell you more about that, um, but it's, it's uh, working with that program. Uh, The last time I'll announce this, uh, pledge commitments, if you have brought your pledge card and have not turned that in yet, you can place that in the offering plate today. Or if you don't have it with you and haven't turned it in yet, you can bring it back next week and place it in the plate. Thank you for your commitment to the ministry and mission of our congregation. Uh, It helps our council very much in our planning for the the, uh, next year. And if you know Bill Flint, a member of our congregation who attends the first service, today is his birthday, so you can remember that and and wish him a happy one. Well, those are the announcements for today. Uh, Today is Christ the King Sunday, and with that, I uh, invite you to stand for our call to worship. From the 47th Psalm. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. How awesome is the Lord Most High, the great King over all the earth! Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Almighty God, we thank you that you are the one who rules over us in our lives. We thank you for Jesus, your Son. Who is Christ, our King? And we pray on this day of celebration that we would remember um, the kingship of Jesus, and that we would submit ourselves once again to His rule in our lives. Uh, we dedicate ourselves to You now, and this time that we share, in His name, Amen. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice, and let's join together in song today as we begin with our opening. Opening piece, God Who Moves the Mountains. Uh, This is week number two for this song, so as you catch on, please join in.
1: Confined, he confounds. He will not resign. He resounds. He is not restrained. Hear the sound! Oh, hear the sound! Rocks. The smell Say, Watch what we can do. And you say, Trust, and then you'll prove you're the God who moves the mountains, the God who moves the mountains. The rocks are the broken. One more time. Mounted, the rocks of all-
0: Invite the children to come forward for the children's message.
2: Good morning, children. How are you doing today? How was your Thanksgiving? Who had the best Thanksgiving? Me, me, me. Yeah. Favorite food? Pumpkin pie. Sweet potatoes or regular mashed potatoes? Just regular? Mm, Me too. I had lasagna this year. We didn't have a turkey, we had a lasagna. It was really good. Okay, so I have something for you guys. I'm going to show it to you. What is this? Oh, they all knew right away. It's a map. Good job. Um, Can you guys take a guess as to what kind of map it is? Treasure, of course. What do you guys think those symbols are? These weird lines. Way to get there? there. Nice. Good job. Good job. Let me tell you what it is. You guys give up? It's a very special map. This map is our journey as Christians. We start up here, that's us, and we all have decisions. Some decisions are really long and windy, and sometimes they're really hard, and sometimes they're really easy, and sometimes they're weird, sometimes they're fun. We all have these decisions that we make every day, right? We do, mm, like, with school or at home or with our friends, right? Okay, today in Sunday School, we're going to be talking about how whatever we decide, if we do it with Jesus— with God by our side, we'll always get to where we need to go. So it doesn't matter if you take the easy route or the hard route or the squiggly route or the windy route or the really hard one or the one you can't, the invisible route. It doesn't matter what you take. But we'll always get there because God, question? No, that's just because I forgot to draw that. (laughs) But, well, it wouldn't change if it was like this, right? Still got weird ones. Still got normal ones, still got crazy ones. So today we're going to talk about a verse. We're actually going to talk about a book in the Bible that says God knows what he's doing. He knows all these paths, and you have the option to decide how you're going to react to things or how you're going to live your life, where you're going to go to school, where you're going to move, what kind of job you're going to have. God says, I know what's going on. I drew all these options for you, and I'm going to lead you there. Sound good? Let's pray, guys. Dear God, thank you for helping us get to our mark. Thank you for knowing what our plan is. Thank you for all these other people here and help us learn more about you today. Amen.
0: Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, kids, for coming up. want to go to Sunday school that way? And I invite the congregation to stand as we continue with the confession and forgiveness. God's Spirit searches all things in all persons. He encourages us to draw near to him in sincerity and truth, that we may be saved from empty worship and cold hearts. God's Spirit enables us to lay aside the disguises we wear in the darkness and to come out into the light where we can bear ourselves before him with all our weaknesses and waywardness. We join together in confession. God of great mercy and boundless love, We humbly come before you, seeking forgiveness and renewal. There are parts of our personal and corporate lives which are broken and falling apart, except, we pray, not because of any merits we have earned or rights we might claim, but for the sake of your sacrificial love for us in Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose trust and in whose name we pray. There is no greater joy in the heart of God than the moment one opens to the gift of forgiveness. God's Spirit reaches out to assure us of his welcome in Christ. We are God's beloved children, accepted in grace. With great joy, we are made alive and are restored to fellowship. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please be seated. We continue with our worship.
1: So wonderful is your unfailing love, your cross is spoken mercy over me, no eye is seen, no ear is heard, no heart can fully know, how glorious, how beautiful you Beautiful one I love Beautiful, Beautiful one I adore Beautiful one my soul must sing. Powerful, so powerful Your glory fills the skies Your mighty works Displayed for all to see The beauty of your majesty Awakes my heart to see how marvelous You opened my eyes to your wonders anew. You captured my heart with this love. Because nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. When you opened my eyes to your wonders anew. You captured my heart with this love. Because nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. Beautiful with this love, because on is as beautiful as you.
0: Beautiful one, my soul must sing. In our next song, we find combined a well-known hymn and a beloved psalm. How sweet the sound.
1: Yeah, though I walk through the valley, I know that you are always right beside me, and I will fear no evil. You're my rock, you're my strength, you come for me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound it singing over me I once was lost, but now I'm found It's a beautiful, amazing grace How sweet the sound Gives every part of me My soul is silent, I am found Well, it's a beautiful sound It's a beautiful, beautiful sight mm-hmm. Carry me through the waters Where your peace is away All my sorrow Nothing can say Grace, how sweet the sound, goodness on me. I once was lost, but now I am found And it's a beautiful, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, it covers every part of me. My soul is silent, I am found, and it's a beautiful sound. It's a beautiful, beautiful sound. It's a beautiful, beautiful sound. It's a beautiful, beautiful sound. You were healing in the pain. You were sheltered from the storm. Hallelujah. Restore my soul. You were healing in the pain. You were shelter from the storm. Hallelujah, you restore my soul. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Hear you singing over me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. It's a beautiful, amazing grace, how sweet the sound It covers every part of me My soul is silent, I am found It's a beautiful, beautiful sound It's a beautiful, beautiful sound It's a beautiful, beautiful sound sound. It's a beautiful,
0: beautiful sound of the day. The Lord be with you. Let us join together in the prayer of the day. Almighty God, you have given us this good land as our heritage. Make us always remember your generosity and constantly do your will. Bless our land with honest industry, truthful education, and an honorable way of life. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil course of action. Make us who came from many nations with many different languages a united people, defend our liberties, and give those whom we have entrusted with the authority of government the spirit of wisdom, that there might be justice and peace in our land. When times are prosperous, let our hearts be thankful, and in troubled times, do not let our trust in you fail. We ask all this through Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. Amen. We continue with the reading of God's Word for today.
3: Good morning. Our first lesson from God's Word is from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 29, beginning with verse 1. The reading begins on page 823 of the Red Bibles, and I invite you to follow along with me. In this passage, the Lord speaks through his prophet to those who have been exiled to Babylon, and the message is indeed surprising. Jeremiah urges the people to make the best of each day and to find God's presence in the midst of the land they are living. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 1 through 14. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jehoiakim and the queen mother, the court officials, and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen and the artisans, had gone into exile from Jerusalem. He entrusted the letter to Elisa, son of Shephan, and to Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to King Nebuchadnezzar King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. It said, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in numbers there, do not decrease. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. This ends the first reading.
0: Thank you, Nate. Nate had the tough job of the day. I invite you to stand for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel for today according to St. John, the fourth chapter, the 27th verse. These are the words of Jesus to his disciples. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This is the gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. I told you Nate had the tougher job. a one-verse gospel. Well, dearly beloved of God, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Christ the King. Well, today is Christ the King Sunday, and in the church calendar, it is the last Sunday of the year. Next week, we roll over into a new church year with the beginning of the season of Advent. So Christ the King Sunday. When it comes to kings in the Bible, there was no little discussion about whether they should even have kings uh, at all. Uh, We read about this discussion in 1 Samuel, uh, the book of 1 Samuel. For when it comes to the nation of Israel, they had just come through a period of time uh, when the judges were ruling in the land. Uh, It was organized politically as sort of a loose confederation of tribes, and there was no king that was ruling over the entire land. The people were yearning for that unification that could come under one ruler over all the tribes. The people were also wondering, when uh, the ruler was done, who the next ruler would be. They're worried about succession. They're worried about continuity and stability in the land. During the days of the judges, uh, Harry Wendt would say it was, here a judge, there a judge, everywhere a judge, judge. They were looking for who the next one was going to be. And also in those days of the judges, we read of a refrain that takes place again and again in the book, a mournful lament, which says, In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. In other words, people were not following any set standard. They were not following the ways of the Lord, which had been laid down for them in the law. Everybody was doing whatever they thought was right. And so the people were looking for a leader who would lead them in the ways of the Lord their God. Well, even with all of these yearnings, uh, wanting unification, continuity, stability, and godly leadership, there was still considerable debate about whether they should have kings or not. Uh, All the nations around them had them, but should Israel have kings? The one hesitancy, the major hesitancy for moving forward with kingship, is that the people would forget that it was the Lord God who was their king. And choosing an earthly king would place too much stock in that leader and would do a disservice to people by encouraging them to put their trust in their kings, as well as in armies, armaments, and alliances with other nations, instead of placing their trust in God alone. Nevertheless, the pro-king side of things won the debate, and the masses followed. Saul, who rose head and shoulders taller among all his compatriots, was chosen to be the first king of Israel. But no sooner does Saul take his seat on the throne than he becomes a great disappointment to almost all in the nation of Israel, except for his home tribe, the tribe of Benjamin, His honeymoon on the throne is short-lived, and soon the people search for a king to replace him. It's not going to come from one of Saul's sons, but the one to replace Saul was none other than David. And David becomes the king-in-waiting. And it's from David that the dynasty comes. That's where the successive kings would come from. And this takes place for the next 400-plus years as the Davidic dynasty rules from Jerusalem. But the challenge uh, that caused the hesitancy in the first place, whether or not they were to have kings, this becomes a consistent challenge to the people through their years of kingship, especially when the kings are no more. The people are left wondering, what now? Let us pray. Almighty God, as we live out our lives here in this place, in this nation, as we look to different leaders to guide us in our ways and to govern us, help us never to forget that you are our king. Help us to bow before you this day and every day and to know that you have our best interests in mind. We pray that the words of my mouth, The meditation of our hearts would now be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. You are our rock, our redeemer, our savior, and our king. Amen. Well, Jeremiah, in his letter to the exiles, writes to people who could be said to be holding their breath. Holding their breath because they are expecting their time in exile to be short. The time would be only a passing season. And they could endure some temporary hardship, but they were loath to leave behind the land of their youth, the land of their ancestors. They were anything but fully invested in their life in exile. Well, it wasn't until I was a seminary student in the mid 80s that I left California for the first time. I packed up my car with all my earthly belongings in the back seat and in the cargo of the hatch there, and my dad and I got into that green uh, Mazda GLC and headed out of sunny Southern California to the deep, dark Midwest of Minnesota. Now, Minnesota, to me, was a new place, a fresh place, unexplored and foreign. Truth be told, it wasn't until I was in high school or maybe even college that I realized that Minnesota was indeed a state and not a city. After all, none of the other football teams were named after states, so it was an easy mistake to make. And I'll tell you that when I moved to Minnesota, I was resistant, MN on it. Turning in my California driver's license for one that had MN on it, and for turning in my license plate on my car with a Minnesota plate. But it was right around this time of year, around uh, Thanksgiving, that I learned it was imperative for me to begin to conform to the way of life there in Minnesota. Travel was not then what it is today, and so I decided not to uh, fly home for Thanksgiving and to spend my time there. A snowstorm came. And as I ventured out of my dorm room into the parking lot to start my car, I realized that my car was not going to uh, start for me. Uh, But when a friend called AAA for me, I thought all my problems were solved and I would soon be on my way. And yet when the driver of the, the tow truck arrived, he told me that my battery was just fine and yet the car was still not able to start. We were mystified until he looked at my license plate and saw I was from California. What kind of oil do you have in this thing? He asked me. 2050, I said proudly with my race car Mazda GLC. 2050, a smile turned into a laugh. And he told me that my car, the oil in my car was much too thick for those cold Minnesota winters and that my oil had likely turned to jelly. So the car needed to be towed from there into a warm station to have the oil changed before it would start. Conform I must, not only with thinner oil, but even with a heater plug. Plug in my car? Just crazy. Well, have you ever held on to your old ways and refused to conform? Have you ever been resistant when you've come into a new environment? I wonder how often that happens to us. I wonder how often that happens in churches. Certainly not our own, but other churches, of course. How often do churches insist on doing things the way they've always done them, come what may? But lest I get too practical Let me return to the text of Jeremiah. Jeremiah tells the exiles living in Babylon something they did not want to hear. Did you hear the words that Nate read to us? This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all I have carried into exile. Jeremiah asserts that it was God who had carted them away into exile Yes, the people knew full well that even as Moses had led the people out of Egypt, Nebuchadnezzar had led them out of their homeland and into exile. But Jeremiah pointed out that the power behind both events was the Lord God Almighty. This word that Jeremiah wrote to the exiles was unpalatable. And you can be sure that when the people first heard it, they spit it out build houses, Jeremiah says, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters. In other words, settle down. It's going to be a long haul. You are not going to be coming home anytime soon. So don't hold out to marry that one who you've left behind back home. It's not going to happen. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you, Jeremiah writes. Bloom where you're planted. Make the best of things. right where you're at. Be a blessing among the people you reside. What a lesson this is and how good it is for us to learn it, to live in the present and to be fully present in it but sometimes it's not so easy to do. I would venture to guess that in our midst this morning, there are some who call themselves savers. Savers. You know that tomorrow is going to come, and you want to be prepared. So you are very shy about spending much at all right now because of the future, not knowing what that future is going to hold. But... and and you know that there are more than a few people that you know who soon after retirement die, um, and what happens then. Better learn to live life and love life along the way. Life is more than a destination, right? It is the journey. But some savers are concerned about the future and want to make sure that when they get there, There will be something for them, something to provide. And then there may be some spenders out there who are not at all too sure that tomorrow is going to come. So why save anything? (laughs) Why not spend it now and live it up? But then what happens if you do survive and tomorrow does come and you live longer than you think? If you live it up now, When your need arises, there might not be anything more uh, when you get there. And social security is anything but, right? Savers, spenders, God has called us to be stewards. That's the ticket. And we're called to be good stewards, to manage what God has entrusted to us, to be faithful not foolish. It's that word balance. One of my mom's favorite words of advice. Balance, Derek, she would tell me. Live for today, yes, but plan for tomorrow. Live in the present and be fully present in it. Pray to the Lord, Jeremiah says. Pray to the Lord for Babylon. Babylon. For Babylon, for as it prospers, so you will prosper. Praying for your enemies? Praying for the people who have been victorious over you? Praying for those who have carted you away into exile? Are you kidding? But it sounds a lot like the advice given by somebody else I know who told his disciples to love their enemies and to pray for those who persecute you. Pray for Babylon, Jeremiah says. But what does this mean for us here today in 2017, living in the United States? How are we to be good citizens, good patriots, in the place in which we reside? I remember my father saying on more than one occasion, if so-and-so is elected president, hmm, I'm moving to Canada, and this, this statement by my dad was in more than one election. <laughs> uh, maybe you have said something similar to that, and yet, here you are, and my dad is still here too. So what do we do now? Especially those of us who feel like we have been exiled to a foreign country while still living in our own and are a bit uncomfortable living uh, today. Well, we too, as Jeremiah is encouraging the exiles, we too are to make the best of things, to settle in for the long haul and to remember three Ps. The first is to pray. To pray for our nation, to pray for our leaders. And I don't mean simply praying to give them strength to be able to bring to fruition all their plans and ideas. For not all of them are good. Some of them surely ought to be brought to naught. But pray for wisdom. Pray for guidance. And pray that justice might be carried out for all people in all places. And that the end goal, the end goal be peace. Pray. The second P is to be positive. To promote that which is good and right and true. Not to succumb to negativity. Don't get caught up in the quagmire of crabbiness. So easy to do. And finally, the third P is to have perspective. To remember that Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. That he is the Prince of peace. To remember that the final picture that we have been given is that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And even as Babylon was not the final home for the Jews, that God promised them that he would bring them back eventually to their land. So we recognize that this is not our final home as well. Our citizenship is in heaven, writes the Apostle Paul, and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. But until then, Invest yourself fully as a citizen of this country. Be the best patriot you can be, knowing full well that this is not your final destination. Confidence that heaven is your home. And strengthen your resolve. Whenever and wherever words are said and actions are taken that go against Christ our King, you must not follow suit. Your allegiance is first and foremost to Jesus, who is the King of Kings, and you are to have no compromise in following him. This, by the way, is one of the major thrusts of the book of Revelation, to stand firm, to hold fast, never to succumb to compromise when it comes to the call of Jesus on your life. Your future and mine is in God's good hands. In God, we truly can trust. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. It was certainly not a perfect world in Babylon, nor is it a perfect world for us here today, even in these states which we call united. But things could be worse, and you and I have been blessed to live here in this place that is coveted by many in our world today. Let us then make the best of life here, make the best of what God has entrusted to us, to work tirelessly for good beyond ourselves, knowing that God's blessings are always given to pass through us to others that we are to be conduits of blessing. And in all things, may God be glorified. May it be that as we go about living our Christian lives as citizens in this country, that we give clear evidence to all through our good stewardship, that we value the gift God has given us in this land, that we add and not detract to the welfare of our nation, and that we are fully invested here and now while we are fully invested here and now, that our eyes are firmly fixed on heaven and the trustworthy promises of our Lord and Savior, Christ the King. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift you have given to us here in this place, here at this time. And we pray that you would help us to be good stewards of all that is in our care that we might glorify you, and by the way we live our lives, by the way we speak to one another, that we might bear good witness to you, that your will might take place here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Let's sing in the strength and glory and power be to you, the only wise king, yeah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. power, breath, the living water, such a marvelous mystery, yeah, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, I sing. Oh creation, I sing praise to the King of kings. You are my everything, and I will go to you.
0: continue by confessing our faith we use the words of the apostles creed i invite you to stand i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ his only son our lord he was conceived by the power of the holy spirit and born of the virgin mary he suffered under pontius pilate was crucified died and was buried
4: Let us pray. We are thankful to come together today as a congregation. We thank you for the blessings you provide. Guide the people of this country and all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may serve the common good. Give us reverence for your creation, that we may use its resources wisely in the service of others. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Bless this congregation, our community, and all whose lives touch ours. We ask that you direct us in the work we need to do locally and globally. Continue to show us the direction we should take and how to face our challenges. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
4: We thank you for Pastor Derek and his work with us. Bless him and his family as we work together. We praise you for the worship team, the Mikey Day Band, and the special gifts they bring each week. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
4: Today we pray for all those who are in need of comfort and support. We pray especially for all those listed in the bulletin, those we name in our hearts, and those that Pastor Derek shares now.
0: We lift before you, dear Lord, your servants Paul Brobst, Paul Spitzen, Suzanne Von Stern, Mindy Campbell, John Motto Ross. We pray for the families of those slaughtered in Sinai, that you would grant them comfort, the assurance of your presence. We pray for Pastor Amanda Truschinski and Christ the Good Shepherd Church in San Jose, for the ministry taking place within and beyond their church walls. We pray that you would comfort those who grieve, especially the families of Debbie Espinoza, Frank James, and Irene Burns. Bless our U.S. Senators, Dianne Feinstein and Kamala Harris, in the work that they do, that they may accomplish your purposes. We rejoice at the new grandson for Bob and Monica Belizzi. Bless and keep him in your good care all of his days. Grant safe travels to Tony, Mary Chris, and James. Bless their time and their work and bring them home safely to us again. Lord, in your mercy.
4: Hear our prayer. Bless the ministries that we support throughout the world and keep all of them safe. We ask your blessings for the local and global outreach of our congregation. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
4: Mercifully accept our prayers and strengthen us to do your will as we work to serve you in our lives. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Daryl, for leading us. The congregation may be seated. We continue with our offering.
1: Thou, oh Lord, You are a shield about me. You're my glory.
0: Now here in this place, we remember that in the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me we join together in singing our lord's prayer
1: Our Father in heaven hallowed be your name Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven Give us today our daily bread forgive us our sins as we forgive
0: beloved of god this is the lord's table jesus is the host of this meal and all who believe and trust in jesus as your lord and savior and are repentant of your sins are welcome to join in this holy communion Uh, this at this service we do commune by intinction you will be handed a wafer you're invited to reserve the wafer to dip into the wine or the grape juice which follows and to receive both elements at the same time please come following the direction of our usher this morning
1: For.
0: And now the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bless you and keep you in his grace now and forever. Amen. Please stand for the close of the service today. And now as you leave this place, may the word of God illuminate your way. And may God's spirit empower us to be a light for others. In the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. For our sending song, we will continue to sing this one until we live into its truth. Uh, if we are the body let's sing
1: it's crowded in worship today as she slips in trying to fade into the faces The girl's teasing, laughter is caring Farther than they know Farther than they know But if we are the body Why aren't His arms reaching? Why aren't His hands healing? Why aren't His words teaching? If we are the body, why aren't His feet going? Why is His love not showing him there is a way? There is a way. The traveler is far away from home. He sheds his coat. Quietly sings into the back row. The weight of their judgmental glances tells him that his chances are better out on the road. And if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands? words teaching and if we are the body why aren't his feet going why is his love not showing them there is a way Jesus paid much too high a price for us to pick and choose who should come we are the body of Christ and if we are the body, why aren't His arms reaching? Why aren't His hands Why aren't His words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't His feet going? Where is His love not showing them that there is a way? Jesus is the Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Stay dry out there. Keep a safe distance from the car. Be, be your backup. Very important. I'll see you one time. We are the body. Why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body. Why aren't his feet going? When is his love not showing? Them? There is a way. Jesus is.